Hello everyone, this is Beatrice. The following podcast contains potentially triggering discussions, so please take this as a warning. We will be talking about sexual violence. If that is a topic you are not comfortable with, please, please, please skip this podcast. And for those of you that will continue to listen, I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Devilman Crybaby, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I have a full house. I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hello. John McKenna. Hi, everybody. And Steve Zek. Hello. So today we'll be discussing the first three episodes of Devilman Crybaby. The entire 10-episode series came out on Netflix earlier this month, and the hype reached us. We haven't, or at least I haven't, watched beyond the first three episodes, so we won't be spoiling anything that happens episode four and up. But we are going to be breaking down episodes one to three. If you haven't watched them, get on Netflix and give episode one a try. If it's to your style, then keep watching and then come back. And you can find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes, where we appreciate your star ratings, or search for Overly Animated on your favorite podcatcher. So, uh, before I ask you guys to give me your general opinions about the first three episodes, let me just do a very quick and brief summary of this series history. So, Devilman Crybaby is based on Gonagai's manga, Devilman, which began its run in 1972. Did not know it was that old. And there was an anime based on the concept that aired simultaneously to the manga and is, of course, slightly different. I haven't watched the original or read the manga, so I don't know how different, but in a similar situation to Sailor Moon, distinctions between the original manga and anime were bound to happen. Um, Fun fact... The original manga sparked protests because of its violence. Mm. Not surprising based on what we've oh, seen. Yeah. But just a sad violent. Just a sad <laughs> violent. I have I have my opinion of violence too, and my my opinion of violence was meh but, compared to other enemies I've seen. But that's what I mean. That's what I'm getting at. There's been so <laughs> much violence in more modern anime, I guess, that I, I, it's interesting that now it's, it, it caused a protest back then. I don't, it, like, is it the first one to have such violence? Who knows? I, I'm not that familiar well, with the series. For me, it's more the sexual nature of the show that got me more, like, shocking than the blood and the violence. Well, the... <laughs> According to Wikipedia, so again, take this with like an asterisk, <laughs> the protests were because of the violence. But that's the first time I've read a manga being protested. It wasn't the anime, it was the manga, which is interesting. Um, I don't know if that would happen at this day and age. But um, but yeah, so Devilman Crybaby supposedly makes some drastic changes to the manga, but I haven't looked too deep into it because I don't want to get spoiled. And yeah, um, that was a brief look into the history, but I want to get opinions in. So, John, let's start with you. What were your overall thoughts just on the three episodes? Just very broadly, did you like what you saw? I must admit, when I saw the title Devilman Crybaby, I was not expecting a whole lot. But then when I thought, <laughs> but it, actually, I have to really give you, Beatrice, I got to give you credit. Because when you sent out, you told us that uh, the warning, how it, there's a lot of gratuitous sex and violence. I was like. Well, now I have to see this. <laughs> but, uh, so thanks for the recommendation. Um, I You're loved. Welcome. I I really enjoyed it. It's um it it kept it had great great hooks at the end. I think the characters are really interesting. I think the subplot is 
it's a very it's a very clever uh, play on uh, how how the devils on devil's relationship with humanity. Um, I am a bit surprised that those parties have only like one type of drug and one type of alcohol. That seems really boring. But I guess I, I, I guess <laughs> of the one thing that Amazing. you know from that from the Sabbath, it's that it's a little boring. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Just the just the choice of alcohol. I yeah, prefer, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I prefer my satanic orgies to be well catered, personally. Of course, of course. But aside from that, um, the animation I felt was it was okay. It's not Studio Ghibli, but it is like one step up from Ruby, I guess. But you know, for my for my first Netflix anime, I like where this is going. Mm. Cool, cool. Uh, Michelle, what about you? Um, wow. I feel like a lot happened in most of the episodes, but a lot was not explained at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of a little lost. And I went into this cold, but just like I remember when they were going to the club, like Rio didn't really like explain what was gonna happen in much detail, and all of a sudden, like Akira like turns into like a, a devil man, man devil, and he's okay, that's just the thing he is now. And like, ah, this happened in one episode. I, I guess I thought maybe they'd like built up to that more, but like, no, no, we got a lot of plot, I guess, to get through. So gotta get that out of the way right in the first episode. Um, yeah, I kind of what Steve was saying, like the violence didn't bug me so much as the fact that a lot of times it was tied to like these very sexual visuals. And that's kind of, it is what it is. I was also kind of bummed because, like, I really liked Miki and I was really sad when, like, stuff started happening to her. Oh. I was like, no, I liked you. Also, I thought maybe you were, like, a gay athlete lesbian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What's happening? Also, like, why is Akira living at her house? Did his parents, like, abandon him? We get, like, kind of that flashback, but it didn't make sense to me exactly. So did they move away? And so he's living with her family. They're not related, I don't think. Did wait? So, is, I just have so many questions about is like. He living, is he living? No, there? no, they're not related. She, she okay. said, he's my friend's mother. Uh, no, my okay. mother's friend. Sorry, wrong. Mother's <laughs> friend's son. Done. That's what I meant to okay, say. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. Okay, so they're just friends. They live like right next door, I guess. They live in the same house. Uh, yeah, yeah they, they they they're dead. So. It's like same complex. Like, maybe. Dead, dead. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. even like realize that yeah. so much happened. But yeah. yeah, so like there are things I remember that stood out to me, but I just have like so many questions, and I hope things <laughs> are explained more in the next three episodes. We'll see. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So everyone's only seen the first. I know I told you guys to only watch the first three, but I mean, you could have just binged it and stuff. So I just want to make sure everyone only watched the first three. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, Steve, what are your general thoughts oh, on this? I just quote something. Um, so get the voice right. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I don't know if I mean it in a good way or bad way, but but yeah, it was not what I expected. I expected more violent than sexual content, but really, it's as much sex, if not more, than violence. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, Interesting, and also for a show that's based on a '60s manga, there's a lot of gay in it, to be honest. And mm. and you gotta 70s. admit, man, '70s and, manga. And, yeah. Oh right. Well, '70s. Do the manga from the '60s though? No, the manga started in '72. Oh, '70. I'm sorry. Um, still, still though, that's a long time ago. And and episode three, um, Ryu, who are you kidding yourself? You want? This is a love triangle. You want to kill? You want to kill that girl because he gets in the way between you and your man. So, <laughs> um, uh, what else? Um, it's a fine show, though. 
Those, those rapper guys kind of annoy me. I, like, I'm waiting for them to die. Like, I'm Aww. had it with those guys. Those... <laughs> They're like, boom. They remind me of something like, uh, it's like I'm watching Samurai Shampoo or something. Like, <laughs> well, they're rapping. But, yeah, so far, I'm liking the show so far. Um, Like I said, normally this type of anime, really, it's not really my style. Though I've seen a lot of, uh, I've seen some dark, you know, adult anime like uh dead man wonderland like monster though my preference though is like i said many times i rather watch a show like little witch academia over attack on titan any day of the week because i prefer something to make me feel good but this is fine anyway it, um i'm interested to in see where this goes i do think perhaps either akira or ryu they're going to be like the final villain because I can th- see they're going to set up either one could be like the final antagonist. I could see it going either way. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely going to be uh, that's definitely something I'm gonna we're gonna talk about a little bit more once we talk about how they introduce this friendship slash relationship that has a question mark on it. But um, okay, this is good. This is good. We have someone who enjoys it. Someone who's not like who just doesn't isn't sure yet. Um, we have someone who's open to it. I didn't like this at all. Really? Oh, I, I really like just look, you know that, okay, you know, like boob physics and up the skirt shots. <laughs> uh-huh. So basically, you, so there's this feeling I get, right? There's this feeling of like cringe slash like, oh, you're objectifying women for no reason. And this is not worth it. Uh, there's this feeling I get. And this Series is essentially expands it for the 60 plus minutes we spent watching these three episodes. Like, it, it feels like, you know, okay, like, I'm not the biggest EDM fan, but you know that hard DV, EDM that if you have, aren't really into it, it just sounds like noise to you? What's That's EDM? what this is to me. Yeah, this what is, is noise. EDM? Oh, like, you know, like, uh, like, Skrillex, like really intense, like oh. electronic music. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, you mean like that bump, 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 bump type. Oh stuff? yeah, that type yeah. of stuff. Well, like, but okay. the really harsh, like harsh sound ones, where it's just to me sounds like noise because I'm not into that genre. That is that is the series for me. It's uh-huh. it's noise. It's ugly. It's gratuitous. Like, look, I. Your idea, like, Beatrice. Just. Okay, I, I know, but I didn't see it beforehand. I literally <laughs> yeah. was like, I saw on Tumblr and was like, oh. So much like people fan out on Tumblr. That's the way I went Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's so much hype on Tumblr. It means it must be gay. I'll watch it. And on top of that. <laughs> it's a little this, gay, though. <laughs> and on top of that, um, there's this spinoff that Gonagai did, Devil Lady or Devil Man Lady. And I didn't read the manga, but there was an anime that had come out. And it was very gay. And I, when I was in high school, I watched it and I really enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, this is, this is interesting. And it's dark, but it wasn't like this. It, at least from what I remember, it wasn't like this. And from what I've read, it's a ver- the anime of it is very different from the manga. The manga is much more like this style of what we Uh-oh. saw. So I had no idea. I go into it thinking, oh, this is going to be like Devil Lady and it's going to be great. And no, it was just so disgusting and yucky and I don't want to keep watching. So I'm using this podcast as a way to like have you guys convince me that I should so that this podcast series can keep going or at least with me hosting this podcast series, it could keep going because (laughs) I'm at this, I'm at that point where I'm just like, look, I don't know if I want to host these things because I really just did not... 
enjoy this. The animation was wonky at times, which I can look past because maybe it's just budget, whatever. They took so many shortcuts in animation that it was noticeable. Like there are literally scenes where they don't have faces because they're just, they didn't want to animate just too long. Like they didn't even want to bother. It's the, and, cl- it's the classic anime shortcut. Zoom exactly. out, you don't have to animate the mouth. Yeah. And not just that, but like there's so many shortcuts and it's mm-hmm. 10 episodes. It's not 26, it's not 13, it's 10 episodes. And they so- just... Show it showed me that they made me didn't have as much money, or they were kind of, or maybe they're saving it for later episodes. Who knows? Mm. But I just really didn't enjoy it. There, the character development is like there is none. It's just drastic shifts in characters, and there's just it it it's like plot. It, it like Michelle said again, we're three episodes in, but it's a ten episode series, so we're basically. At t- we're like a third of the way through and there's still so many questions, so much setup, and there's no room to breathe. This, this series doesn't take time mm-hmm. to breathe. And it's like, maybe it's because they decided to tell this, this, this show in 10 episodes, but if that's the case, then I think they made a mistake because they needed, they had so much plot in here that they could have expanded on it. There was just, it was just rush, rush, rush. And I just can't stand the boob physics. I've never been able to. If this girl's on track, she wears a sports bra and that doesn't happen. Like, it just it doesn't happen. You people, like, that, that does, that's not reality. That's just, it's just lazy and I hate it. And it's just for the sake of of titillating male viewers. And it's just really annoying, the subjectification. And I just did not like this. Well, titillate me. I prefer, we leave some to your imagination. Like, if you show, like, them topless it's not really as sexual like it's not it's not really provocative to me as say most normal animes that at least would have fan service but at least would cover people up but that's not the point the point is that boobs don't jiggle that way yeah <laughs> that's not how they work and is perhaps, what i'm saying and perhaps, in the context and in the context of where they were at she's just running in a track pra- in track and field practice she would be wearing a sports bra and sports bras don't like prevent that from happening. That does not happen. And even if it were to happen in that situation, that wouldn't happen. So like, even if it, like, it was just purely there for titillation and it was just really frustrating to me because I was just like, this is not earned. This is, and even if it weren't, like there's no point to it. It doesn't add anything and they're not even subverting it. It's just there and it's not, I can't stand it. Can I defend the boobs? Sure. Please defend right. the boobs. Okay. Well, defend first, on. Okay, well, first off, um, I see your point about boob physics, um, but at the same time, it's like we're, it's like you're arguing about boob physics um, about in a sports bar in in a show where we saw boobs come to life due to demonic possession and decapitate a man. So I think we have to we might have to suspend reality just a tad here. I'm that just saying really, though, like that's yeah. when it's possessed. That, that, like, we, that thing really just fascinated me. And we saw a freaking oh. like vagina become a monster mouth thing. Yeah. So and I'm not. That's when it's, I mean, yeah, that's it's, when uh, it's possessed. I'm just saying when they're not possessed, they shouldn't act like normal boobs. And that's not normal boobs. That's just anime boobs. And anime boobs, no matter what series, have always frustrated me. And that feeling <laughs> just kind of expands in this series because it's that's all it is. I feel just that that just. Look, I don't like Tarantino movies. This is not the, the Tarantino movies are, this is like not the quality of Tarantino movies. I'm just giving an example. I can look at a Tarantino movie and I'm like, I've seen it. I remember watching The Hateful Eight and I was like, objectively, I can see that this is a good movie. This is a well-made movie. The craft is there. 
But I personally don't like gore, at least not live action gore, because I've seen Attack on Titan. I've seen these type of animated shows. Usually in animation, it doesn't Most bother me Most overrated anime ever. Po- that's another conversation. Yeah. Point is, like, I don't mind the gore. But in this series, it is just so un... It's just not a good... It's just not well done. And it's just not even the gore. It's just like, it's just there to be gory and the same way as Tarantino stuff. But I always say, like, a PG-13 Tarantino is my ideal Tarantino because then it wouldn't have that so much. But I can still stand back and go, okay, but that is still objectively good. I'm looking at this, standing back and being like, this is trash. Like, this is this is not well told. Maybe in the manga it's better told. They have more pages or something. But just based on these three episodes, I'm like, they're rushing through this. The characters, the choices, they don't make much sense. Like, the like I can't stand the, the complete... Um, the du- the dualness of Akira at the moment, where like his old self is just all but gone. Like I just don't understand that, and it's so frustrating to see. And I'm just trying to th- understand why it has so much hype when I'm like, this is it, this. Well, well, here's the, here's the thing. Um, when I was, I mean, when I first went through, I was pretty surprised that they jumped right to the uh, right jumped right to the Sabbath scene. But the more I saw it again on rewatch, and what I realized is that. You know, the sex of the violence, it has a purpose. And for me, it's you're trying to portray the like sort of what makes the devil this tempting, this temptress of evil and hatred. And what do we associate with the devil? We associate the devil with uh, temptation. And what's a big temptation? Sex, violence, drugs. And we had that all in that sort of overwhelming space like that. It definitely it led you it led you into the this is the this is what the devil wants us to have and I really thought that was great it was supposed to be over the top it was supposed to be violent it's supposed I, I I mean the added violence of the guy breaking a champagne bottle and stabbing everybody to get to sort of get it going and then you saw the animation become contorted and go all over the place and it the offense the deliberately offensive color palette I thought. They really hammered that in that theme really well in those scenes, and I really enjoyed that. And the visuals, yes, in terms of animation, I can see why this might seem cheap. I mean, you, good animation costs money. It doesn't matter if it's anime or western. Like we know that Studio Ghibli can do what they do because they have a printing press of money in their basement. Uh, Netflix probably, you know, they're still probably they're probably not as great on the on the animation scene as some other studios are. They probably are being a little bit budget conscious here. But given what they were able to do with that budget and the sort of gangrenous nature of the almost spider-like quality of Akira at when he became the devil and Miki when she was possessed by a devil, that sort of it's almost spider-like movement, I really liked how aggressive it was, how it wasn't neat, how it wasn't tight, how it was in your face. And I actually thought it brought it all together. And I really, really dug that. And I really, And yeah, it does. And I get, you know, and the whole idea of Akira with the duel, he's fighting with himself. Like, he's possessed but by... But we don't see that fight. We barely I, see it. I think we do. Because uh, when he's sitting at dinner, he's, you know, he's crying because he's still very sympathetic. That's the one moment. The one moment he actually shows himself is when he cries. But then it's just like, wait, you're actually speaking in a different way now. And, like, as someone who's studied Japanese, like, that is a conscious choice, the way you talk. Like, that's not, like, unconscious. That's a conscious choice. You're going to speak that way. And it's like, had he been more fearful of himself? Like, there's only the the only two moments that you actually see him is when he cries and when he's with Ryo. Like, everyone, every, every other time, it's like, 
it's just, there's no confusion. There's no moment like, what is this? Like, there's no moment of him looking at the mirror and being like, okay, what just happened? Like, he barely deals with that. And I just like, and going into the whole like sex and violence, like I understand the devil, but it still is very uncomfortable how there's this like link that seems to be going on with sex and violence. It's like, sex doesn't have to be violent. That's, this is like a thing that everyone is like, for some reason, there's a link that people keep going between these two things. And it's like, this is why there's rape culture, because people think there's a link between these two things and there doesn't have to be a link. And it's just very frustrating to watch this and just be like, all right, all right. Like, where's where's the like, all right, this is and not I will say nice. like the, the the sexual part of the violence is very much like hetero male gazy coded. Like we don't yeah. see any dudes like you know, being assaulted by other older dudes who want to take their photograph or, like, dicks turning into weird mouths and killing people. You know, like, there's a very particular way it feels like some guy who's, like, fascinated with the female form wants to be like, oh, but what if the boobs did this when she gets possessed? Yeah, I like this. I'm gonna draw this, which is, like, you know, it is what it is, but, like, I feel like we should point that out, too. I find it interesting take, though, that they emphasize, really, how the these devils, like demons, they're very perverts. They're sexual perverts. And a lot of times you don't really see that side of them in, like, fiction. You just see that they want death. They want to kill people. You don't see, like, they're real sickos and perverts. And that's kind of a unique take, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you I saw that in The Exorcist. I yeah. mean, just in the, the most classic of, like, possession. Mm, it's like, yeah. that when you saw her, like, that was... Well, I'm interested had, like, to see, though, well, the, the female villain that... Uh, Simone, what's that? Celine, I don't know her name. Well, I can see maybe she might do some pervert rapey things to males, to males in future episodes. Maybe. The I don't the want. Exorcist takes a different angle though when it comes to that genre though. They they take it the whole the whole idea of possession and sort of that's a different horror genre. I think I don't think it's mm. quite fair to link the two. You could do it. There's more than one way to skin a cat, and you know that's a gr- Exorcist is a great horror movie. That just that goes one way and Double Man Cry Baby goes. No, no, no way. I'm not saying it's bad because it doesn't do what the Exorcist is. I'm just saying pointing out that this isn't unique because it links sex and violence or something like that. Like every like any sort of possession thing has had some sort of sexual element. I'm just frustrated to like that their link just even exists. So the I, fact that this is especially like in this climate, I'm just like I'm Again, very I, limited in my patience. Again, I, I'm actually again, I'm still fine with it because there's sex, you know, there's the intimate love relationship between a man and woman, and then there's what this was, which was a big, massive pansexual orgy. I think we can I, that is a little bit more aggressively demonic than you know just normal sexual intercourse, which is not in this at all. Yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, it is. This like normal, like header. Okay, fact is one normal. Is not being heterosexual one, but two, two like heterosexual. Well, you know, like, you, know you, see, you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like I know, I know, but the thing is, like, you have like that scene where the guy and the girl are having like heter- like heterosexual sex. It's just after uh, uh, Wait, Ryo starts like kill- like in the in the what do you call it? It's right before she becomes the demon with a the vagina. They're having heterosexual sex. Like mm-hmm. that's there. Like and you have if you see women giving men blowjobs, like it is oh, yeah, there. there. It's not oh, yeah, just there. like. It's 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 pretty constant. Like, it's it, do you see that? It it is the, there in the still in the con- it's still in the context of a giant orgy. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's not that it's not like that type of imagery is not there yet. Like, it's I mean, it's not there. It is. It's just like you know, it's like it just because the context doesn't take the act. Like, you could still have the act just if the context is different. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know if I if I buy that argument. I wonder I though. I wonder though if the author. 
is he a very sexual perverted person or is he the opposite of that and he this whole story sort of a message against that type of behavior i, I don't want to look he's painting this please, in a very michelle, please michelle michelle please. I, I would just say from what from what i understood from this very confusing anime so far the orgy was happening people were doing drugs and drinking and fucking each other and everyone was having a great consensual time i would and that's too. why that's why blondie was like hmm no demons are gonna come to this party because it's not sinful yet. They're just like doing them and like having a nice time, and everyone's into it. And so everyone's having fun. And you had a room of Okay, okay, guys, one at a time, please. So one at a time. He smashes the bottle and starts stabby stabbing all the poor people, and then they start fighting each other. And then he's like, "Okay, good. Now the demons are definitely gonna come." I so felt like, sympathy for them too. Made it nasty. It was blonde guy all along. It wasn't like that. the demons were going to come if they kept doing what they were doing. It's my. And, I feel bad and, for yeah. those people too. I feel bad for them. And what's really frustrating? It's like okay, so now we've seen th th this guy killing people and not have not facing consequences for it, and then. At the end of episode three, when he's going to kill Miki and he kills all these humans, and Akira's like, wait, but they're human. It's like, girl, where were you when he was yeah. killing people at the Sabbath? Where the were thing, you? The thing yeah. they did yeah. is at the Sabbath, like, as soon as, like, what's uh, Akira? When he started, like, trying to stop him, then, like, the, the drugged-up people started, like, laughing at him. So, like, oh, they think it's funny? Then they, they should die. Because now they're awful. And so I think, like, that's what the episode was trying to make us feel. Like, as soon as the violence came up, it's like, oh, well, see, they're punching him, too. So he shouldn't feel bad that they die. Whereas but he defended like, Nagasaki. He was like, I, why are you killing Nagasaki? Who also is shown to assault women, who takes takes advantage of young women. And he himself, Akia, says it. So it's kind of like, it's like, look, if that's what they're going for, all right, fine. But then why aren't they consistent with it in the plot? Like, it's just, know. it's not well done. Good question. We only, we're only three episodes in. Maybe it's going to develop. I mean, it ended on a cliffhanger. I mean, I, that's what I mean, though. If it's going to develop, it's got to do it fast. And based on experience, whenever someone rushes through things, it doesn't turn out well. That's why I'm saying, like, this is the third. We're already third of the way through this entire series. And, like, I'm not saying that having questions is bad. I'm saying the way that they're being... Uh, 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 delivered the way that things are going the tempo is not helping and the way things are being expressed to us the way the story is being told like even just it's just not well done i think it's like the anime's weak like not the anime the animation's weak the the story there are clear plot holes in the story that hey maybe if you actually took your time and explained things and now I'm not saying give every answer to everything but being like yo why isn't akira like why does like why isn't the Akira's only stopping Ryo like from killing Nagasaki? Why does that matter now? But before it didn't matter. Why like what's going on? If if anything, it would have made more sense for him to be more impacted before because he wasn't being like possessed by a demon, like by a devil. Like now, if like I, like you know, like there's just there's this extreme exaggeration that's just not helping the show. And what? I'm not asking for answers. I'm just asking for better presentation. I just wonder why he's so friends with this guy, this creep here. Yeah, I mean, when he showed up, like, on the boat docks, like, hey, hey, I need you. He's like, oh, real, my friend. Like, it's like, well, how long has it been? We saw a flashback of you hanging out with him when you were, like, really small. But, like, have you kept in contact a lot? It feels like you haven't seen him in a while. You're just going to just drop everything for this guy? 
It's I'm, no, I'm, the, I my big my big complaint about that was that they said how they're the same age, but Ryu is a professor in the U.S. Yeah, what? So he's a, like a, 15 a how a, it's like a how old is Ryu and B or 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 B was that a shot at American academic education? Um, he no. he said he said he's about to he, Akira said he's like the same age as me, but he's a professor in the U.S. So I think that line was just like gonna be it, that line was just simply this guy's a genius. That's all you had. That was all that he just accelerated uh, in education. So now he's a professor. Like that 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 is like the. That I had no problem with that because it was like, oh, okay, so Ryo's a genius. Okay, good to know. Uh, I, yeah. I, I would I would have liked that to have been explained a little bit more because you can't just drop like you can't drop the fact this guy is you know Sheldon Cooper levels of intelligence and then just leave it be. It's like you know he should act a little more brainy. I don't know if that's the word. Um, I mean, I think he does. He's. I mean, I I, I wrote this no, in he's my notes. Sm- he's, he's essentially. Smart. Like he's essentially like Olivia Pope. He wears all white and he handles things. Who? He like Olivia Pope from Scandal. Um Don't watch it. Well, you know, you know who he, he People who watch Scandal will really laugh at my reference, okay? <laughs> you know who he reminds me of this Ryu reminds me of Easier or Ryu from Dora Dora. That's a that same type of uh, character and same type of like genius who has his own place, but really he is he good or is he evil? Like, you ever see Dora Dora? Uh, uh, no. Sorry, I'm sorry. So that's the reference over your head. I guess I'm sorry. Okay, well, all right. Let's that that's like a lot of general thoughts that went from general to specific real quick. But um, let's let's get into the first episode. Um, I need you is the name of it. So okay, let's talk about how Ryo and. Akira are first introduced to us. They're introduced to us in this kind of very brief, these very brief scenes of these young, these two kids, very really young. Like, do you guys think, like, that was successful as an introduction to these two characters? Uh, like, do you guys think that, the, like, the way everything was set up, because it was very quick, but I feel like I personally thought that was really the strongest part of the of these three episodes so far was this very quick scene, these very very quick scenes that introduce Akira and Ryo, and just you get the relationship, you get what their past is, what that is in those like miniature scenes. What did you think of them, um, Michelle? Yeah, I liked the flashbacks. Um, it's just like taking that into context. Like, why? I mean. <sighs> It seems like the the show wants us to still feel like Akita has like a, a strong sense of morality, like right and wrong, and he empathizes with people because that's why he's called Crybaby, right? Because like if someone's sad, like he'll because like he like cried when that one guy was crying, I guess, by the track field, oh, like you and then he cries at dinner another time, but like. I don't know. He seemed to really love having a demon inside him. And, like, he was, like you said, Beatrice, he was, like, super fine with it after it happened. We don't really see him, like, grapple with that huge shift that's, like, Um, supposedly in his life forever. So um, it's just, I wish they could have tied that back more. Like, the, the, the Akita we saw in the flashback just, like, crying over this cat and not wanting it to get killed. But, like, the Akita who seems kind of fine with murder as long as it's like on his terms i guess um, yeah you know he reminds me but his crying thing is of steven universe uh, yes I mean, it's yes. not as consistent yes. though yeah, like no. we see it two 
freaking time. I know and Steve would not do the stuff established he does. To me. I know Steve would, I know Steve would never do the stuff he does later in the series. I'm just saying his the whole crying thing. I feel people's pain so much. I want to keep Steven Universe and this show away from each other as <laughs> oh, much man. as possible but because I think I don't want to I don't want to taint Steven Universe at all. It's precious and should be protected. Um, <laughs> Make Steven but, Universe Devil Man Cry Baby. That's our petition. <laughs> but um, but I will say though, like the the Akira that we meet in the present before he becomes a, a devil, like the Akira we meet, right? He, all we see from him is one, like, the crying, the, when he cries over them, which is like, okay, you're a crybaby, it fits with the flashbacks, all right. And then we see him stalk Miki, and I'm like, all right, I don't know if I can get behind this. Like, what were you doing stalking Miki? Like, leave her alone. Like, let her be herself. Like, and it wasn't even, like, it, they could have presented it as, like, him being to Miko being like, yo, I'm gonna, like, look, it's dangerous, let me just go, I'm gonna go help her, like, but that's already me having to fanfic for this, like, it, like, to save his face for, like, save face like, for him, and it's just not good, like, I don't know, like, the sweet boy that we met does not, like, he is not that boy when we meet him in the present, and it's like, if we had spent more time with him, realize, like, okay, well, then who are you as a person so that when that dramatic shift happens, it's not just physical, and then it's, like, less, like, okay, now I can understand, like, this juxtaposition. Like, were you always just, like, a creep, and now because you're attractive, it's okay? Like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. and can I, later on, can we talk about how this show treats treat the female characters? Um I mean, we can talk about it now. Honestly, we've been jumping yeah. all over the place. Uh, yeah, so yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, it's Let's... a product of a lot of, like, in my opinion, these mangas from back in the day, they had a very, like, bad track record with the way they treat their female characters. Like, uh, for example, a series called Parasite. They treat the main female character simply like Lois Lane, the damsel, pretty much. She's not really allowed to do really anything except be, like, moral support for the main character. And I've and I feel a lot of the old school shows, like uh, old school series like that, like Jojo Bizarre Adventure, kind of denigrate women just a bit towards, uh, towards like the pat, towards uh, you know, half a character than what they could be. Yeah, I mean, she she hasn't been given like she hasn't really been given much to do. I mean, I think honestly, the female character that has shown kind of the most like complexity at least in terms of plot is uh miko who's like okay she feels inferior to miki she's like she she she's going through her own thing she's attracted to to uh to akira but was she attracted to him before and now she's just more attracted to him now is it just pheromones like what is going on but the thing is is like one that characterization is very cliche like we've seen it's like okay we have like the best friend who actually secretly hates her because she's jealous that's cliche well, and then we have, that, like, and that storyline is, like, it's kind of dragging the other stuff because the other stuff is more interesting than her storyline. So the fact that the one female character that shows promise in terms of complexity already, like, it, it's weighing the show down because well, it's just, even then, it's not that I well done. I saw it exactly that way. I do also think that Miko, right, she, I do think part of her is also kind of attracted to Miki, too. Or maybe that's just my mind thing, my mind thinking like that. 
Mickey is just like Mickey really cool. Around. I feel I, like yeah. everyone could potentially be attracted to her. Yeah, she's you know she the whole yeah. building her up as they're building her up as the jock essentially. Yeah, essentially, Basically. yeah. Yeah. Which well, I, then here's I yeah, like, please. I like because usually it's the man that's the jock. It's ni- I think it's kind of nice that we actually have a female jock in that role now. That's great, but then why is she taking, like, model pictures and being completely like, oh, I have to please this guy and needs Akira to tell her, like, he's taking advantage of you. Like, I would appreciate... He's going like, if into she, if journalism. Oh, yeah, journalism. about that guy, so it seems like, did Miko get, like, legit assaulted by him? Because when she started yeah. to masturbate thinking about Akira, it seemed like she was also flashing back to, like, mm. that photographer taking pictures of her and, like, putting his hands on her. And it seemed like she was going through this issue of not being able to, like, enjoy her own pleasure because of this, like, traumatic experience that might have yeah. happened in the past. Which sucks, because that means, like, the two ladies we know are both, like, <laughs> assaulted in the first three episodes by the same guy. Like, that's just creep. Like, really? Yeah. Uh, just this piece of crap, like, the character, like, c- come on, ladies, come on, how... How dumb can you be to be to give this guy the time of day? Huh? I don't want to like uh, victim blame. Yeah, I don't think we should blame the ladies for getting. I know <laughs> it's yeah, it's like it's it's quite. Uh, clear what did that I tell you about the way these early these old school series they kind of treat their female characters like not they don't write them as well as I'm maybe modern day story might be a little better, but even like one thing about show shonen manga, it's always had that problem with female characters. They they don't write them well. A lot of them, unfortunately. Yeah, but, like, in terms of direction, like, this is a current show that just came out, and I don't think we can just say, oh, well, it's an old story, so, like, it doesn't matter what happened. Like, they still have a lot of control to how to frame things and how to, like, what to focus on. So I think it was very intentional how this came out, and it's okay to critique it that way. Yeah, and not just that, but they made, according to a Reddit post, they made changes to the manga to make it more I, I'm assuming to make it more modern. So they're willing to make changes, but the fact that this is not one of those changes, that they're willing to, to, or at least not give the women the agency to like actually be like, actually just say the word rape. Just say it. To have that in, in the vocabulary already makes, changes the dynamic, you know, because now it's for sure said like, it's out there. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, yeah, they they could have been there. Are, there are things that could have been done to make that they could have adapted this in a be, in a much better way and still kept the if they still are. I mean, and still kept the essence of it. Because hey, like if they're gonna go with that, if they're gonna explore that 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 perversion of sexuality and how it gets perverse by violence, then fine. But there could have like there could have been a way to do it without you know. Mm-hmm. Without yeah. uh, ro- not not romanticizing it, what is that word? Like glorifying it? Because there were moments where I felt it was being glorified a little bit. It's mm-hmm. um, you know, it is. It's like yeah, that whole interaction with Miki and Nagasaki. I feel I definitely feel like the I I'm not entirely sure if I want to criticize the show or I want to criticize the dub, the dubbing in English. I I watched this. Oh, in- you watched it in dub. Okay. I watched both. I, I, like I, I, versions. I watched both versions. So. I, I hate I hate watching it. I hate watching stuff anime and uh, Japanese. Personally, I would much rather watch it in English and just roll with it. Because I because gen- for me personally, I know since this is a Netflix show, I generally mm-hmm. trust that Netflix will 
make will do a proper dub, just like how I trust Disney to do a proper dub of a Miyazaki movie. Can I tell you something though? What happened like in the first episode that the professor that killed himself, like in the original Japanese, he was talking English, and in the dub, he's talking some other language. Um, huh? Yeah, Russian maybe, since he is Russian. Oh, yeah, probably. Russian. No, no, he's talking. Yeah, no, he's in the. In the original Japanese, like he's 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 talking English, and they even subtitle the English with English. It's very weird. Yeah, the, the subtitles don't line up with the dialogue either. Oh yeah, and some. Well, I mean, maybe the subtitles are simply like, what if someone's deaf and they can't? He, like, there, there may be a purpose to also dub, like no. subbing that. Yeah. You know, well, so no, no, it's no, not that it's like. It's like but it, but it's like the, sometimes well I mean that happens but it's usually it's like 95 95 98% you know in line this one was all over the place like they were I don't think it was like there were like two lines that were perfectly matched up I think they were translating the Japanese but not the English Yeah oh yeah some there's uh, some subtitles some some sometimes watch some, watch the dub you saw subtitles on it for some reason so it must be some malfunctions yeah, but but getting back to but getting back to what I was saying, that's why I want I didn't wasn't sure if this is the show's fault or the dub or the dubbing's fault. But the dialogue between Nagasaki and his boss and Miki, it felt oddly stilted. Like he's saying, you know, I've got this great story. I found this devil. I found this devil. This devil man. He changed like this. And the boss and the boss actually literally says, "Your job is to take pictures of bikini models." I'm like, wait a minute. This sounds very hammy. I'm like, uh. Just something just didn't seem right. It's, it felt too blunt to say, I, "This is great journalism, but why aren't you taking pictures of naked girls?" I feel like well, a, I feel like a real boss working at one of the at a nude well, match, a lot more delicate. He was, like he was working for Celine, Celine or something. Yes. He was working for her. He so villain. So yeah, he wasn't really a real human journalist, a human editor. So I, I know, but I feel like the dialogue could have been a lot more polished. I mean, I feel like the dialogue, most of the dialogue could have been a lot more polished, but, um, mm. but yeah, like, you're right. Like, that that was the same thing happened in the Japanese. Like, the same thing. Like, that's what he said. Like, I, maybe it's the performance, because I didn't mind it as much, or maybe it was just that I was done with the show by them. But that, that like, that, that there wasn't any real difference between the English and the Japanese in that scene. So, okay, so, so in other words, that really was the dialogue. It wasn't just a bad dub. Yeah, that was, that was still the dialogue. Okay. But, um, okay, so let's just, so I can move past episode one on the outline. <laughs> Give, because we basically covered most, like, we covered the Sabbath, which is the main thing. And we, ta- we talked about the objectification, which is the main thing. Um, but how does, okay, how does this, okay, where were you after episode one? You were just like, what were you feeling right after that episode? Before you went into episode two, like, where was your mind at that point, uh, Michelle? Um... Still confused, more excited about Miki, probably. <laughs> um, I will say, as much as, like, a lot of the dynamic doesn't quite make sense to me yet about Akira and Rio and, like, their bond, it's clear they, like, are gay for each other, and <laughs> part of me still yeah. really likes that, even if they're, like, doing awful things. Like, that random hug he gives him when he's holding the gun on the dock, it's just like, oh, okay, wow. It's kind of weirdly sweet in a way. Yeah, yeah. The hug, and they keep the hugs. The hugs keep coming, which is very sweet. I was like, oh, okay, cool. The gay is what keeps me from leaving. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Okay, well, then, but do do you buy the whole like Akira Miki thing then? Uh, I yeah. think it's complicated. I also don't know if the author like. 
I don't know anything about the person I, who wrote this, but I wonder if like some of the gayness between Ekaty and Rio was like supposed to be subtext, but it feels very texty text I to do, me. Because like do. maybe Akita is supposed to be into Miki, but like clearly he's got a thing going with Rio, so I, I don't know that's gonna work I out. I do think legitimately Ryu is jealous of Miki and he definitely has a grudge against her. I think that's legit. That's that's not subtext. That's text. I don't know if he has a grudge against her. I think Ryo like literally doesn't give a shit about anyone who's yeah, not cute at this point. Like he seems yeah. to not have a soul. Like he's willing to just chew anyone. And it's not that he particularly hates Miki. I think he just like he logically sees she's an obstacle and that she might have seen his transformation and that means she might know his identity and that could be like bad news bears down the line. But I don't think it's like yeah. a particular grudge. And, and not just that, but I don't think he's actually met her properly. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think, I think not she's really, just in no. the periphery. I don't think yeah. it's a very specific grudge or any sort of jealousy in that sense. Like, he, she just barely exists for him. She's just like, if anything, like Michelle said, she's just kind of in this obstacle that he doesn't really care for. But, um, but yeah, uh, John, where were you? Episode one, were you just clicking? Where you were you just clicking? Episode two, you're just like, I need more, or where? No, I, 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 if I may oh. quote, I was basically, please, sir, I want some more. I was like, give me more, give Press me the enter more. button. I was, oh, I, no, it's like, no, I, when I saw it, like when they, when they set it up like that, and the ending of him being this like ha- this mutant thing, I must admit, the first thing I thought of was. This is going to be a darker Danny Phantom. That was what really? came and I'm like, and I like Danny Phantom. I want to see where this is going. I was really into it by, by the end of episode one. And okay, yeah, I'll admit the Sabbath was what got me into it. I'll say, okay, this is great. Beatrice was right. This is gory and sexual. I needed this right now. So I wanted more okay, of it. So really? I'm, oh, sorry. sorry. I'm, okay. Never mind. I found this. The anime I wanted to talk about before, so when you guys are ready, I'll tell you what, I'm, what the comparison I wanted to make. I'll openly, admit, I'll openly admit that I have a completely messed up mind. That's why. That's why. Look, I, most I love people are one. really enjoying this show. Like all I've been reading is positive. Like if there is like an odd person out in this conversation, it's me. Like, and I'll be the first to admit that. Well, I I don't love love the show. I don't hate it as much as you do, Beatrice, but. I admit there are better shows than this though for this genre, like Dead Man Wonderland, like or or Helsing, and especially Monsters. I take those shows over this any day of the week. So Yeah, I don't know a lot of people honestly who said they love it. A lot of people just say like I finished Double Man Cry Baby and it wrecked me. Like I don't know why it wrecked them yet. I can't see why in three episodes. But like I think it just emotionally hits you more than it's like a masterpiece. I would say it's my takeaway from other people well, who talk about it. I don't think it'll wreck me because I've seen worse. Like I, oh, I've seen stuff more wrecking because after seeing, like I said, Monster, nothing can top Monster. So, uh, good luck, may, like breaking me. But anyway, the comparison I want to make with whole Miki's family in Akira and the dynamic I think they're influenced from it is a movie called Summer Wars. Oh, I've seen I that movie, but wait, no, Wars. I don't know if that's like a. The part, the part when the little brother was looking at the pornography definitely had a bit of a Summer Wars vibe for some reason. The whole little family, like they're one little family. They got like one computer in the living room. I'm like, I'm thinking of Summer Wars and this type of show. What is I, wrong I, with me? Like, I, I do not see the correlation. Like, they're just completely different things. And that's, I feel like that was just like 
a one-off. I don't know if we're even going to see the family again. Like, the family's clearly not a super important thing in this show. Like, at least that family in particular. Like, I don't think... If anything, what I found most interesting about that scene was just that they're having supper and then pan to the last supper. <laughs> pan to that in, that that art piece. And I was just... Yo, why is that in their house? Are they I really mean, religious? I, which makes me wonder again about this author. Was this author a very religious person and this whole thing was anti-sexual? No, look, no. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, 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 like I, I really, again... Again, if, if this movie, it's about devils. I think he is definitely trying to play off the the battle, the, the devil versus light battle in very much, uh, very much within a Christian framework. Yes, so I and think I that's completely why. agree with that. I just don't, uh, Steve, I don't want to, just because someone writes th- like something that's very sexual does not make them a pervert or does not, re- just because someone ma- write, make the story does not reflect yeah. their own ideals or views. Just because he's, He's writing a uh, very Christian tone type of mythology thing. Doesn't mean he's Christian. Maybe he is. Who knows? But like that doesn't reflect on the author so much. If that makes sense. I just thought maybe this is like some irony like type of story he's trying to write here. Or uh, I I I think it's um actually I'm I'm sort of glad you brought I'm sort of glad you brought that up honestly because. The more I think, about, the more I think about the fact that Miki's family is very Christian, the more I'm, the more I'm starting to think that they're going to have a bigger part to play in the next seven episodes in regards to, uh, in regards to Akira and Ryu. I just hope Miki plays a bigger role here. I don't really care about the rest of the family. I hope she gets to have her moment to shine and not just be this uh damsel in distress or something like. I know. I, I hope that too, but I'm but right but as of this moment, I'm not right. sure how they're going to do that in seven. No, I doubt that. I doubt that very much. I I don't really trust this show to do that. I I just think that she's just not like I don't need a I don't need her to be a protagonist is what I'm saying. Like I I don't I don't think she's she she doesn't need like a moment where she's a badass or something. But well, but nice what I do, do if you knew but what I do need is I, a moment where you know she shows some sort of agency. Not so much, like, you know, like, I never fully understood why it is that she's, she's, like, even taking pictures for Nagasaki. Like, I'm like, do you want to be a model? Do you, do you want to, do you, what is it that you want to do with these pictures? Like, why are you doing this? Like, there's just this kind of lack of understanding her rationalization of things. I feel like she's just being put in these situations. At the moment, she's only being put in these situations so that she either... Yeah, yeah she's just she can either be saved yeah. or be objectified, whatever the case. Like that's that is the only thing I'm seeing at the moment with her. So yeah, it's like it's like you don't you don't want her to be. And I'm, I'm borrowing this. I think I'm borrowing it from uh, Michelle. If, uh, she you want it to be where Miki can't be replaced Basically, by a lampstand. That would be nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm worried though, like that virtually Ryu is going to set her up to quote-unquote accidentally die so Takira won't be mad at him because what like, wait you think he's gonna like try to get her killed so rio's not mad at him no no rio no i don't no, think rio might might oh i see it just accidentally died like i'm sorry Akira. it was an ex like she died accidentally um i i, I had he's nothing not to do with it that. so if Akira buys that then he's more of an idiot than i think he is <laughs> like he's not gonna buy that like he <laughs> But with Ryu, though, with Ryu, he might just look past that because he just so like Ryu. Maybe he just thinks too I don't much think highly so. I mean, of episode him. Episode three, where it ended, it was with Ryo and him like 
butting heads, literally. They're just, they're, he was not. Yeah, but they have a bond, a blood bond. It's like gay and like something else. I don't know, but it's they're, there. They're, they're both entering basically, basically. Protocol like, for uh, Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to cooler though? Akira's name was Ken. That'd be kind of made cooler because Ryu and Ken just. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't Fighter. Understand. You know how to Street Fighter? Oh. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> but uh, actually, another thing. Uh, there's actually one thing as well. And while we're on the symbolism, we have the Christ- we had the Christian symbols and all that. But what is messing me up inside is whenever you see like a guy dressed in white and a guy dressed in black. In general, the guy in white represents yeah. the force of good, and the guy in black represents the force of evil. But is that the case here? Well, what do you think? Mm-hmm. No, but no. like that's that's like level one. Like, oh, see, we did the opposite of what you thought. Isn't that clever? Like, I don't know. I, I think don't feel very strong. I, I, I think it's gonna be more complex than that, personally. And I, I would hope so. But, uh, but I, I feel like it's almost a diversion. Okay, well, what do you guys think is gonna happen? Like, obviously, at this point, Akira's going to protect Miki. I feel like that's safe to say. Like, he's going to pick her in this ultimatum that Ryo makes for him. He's going to pick her in this instant. But, like, do you guys think that... Is Akira gonna lose himself? Like, just based on these three episodes, is Akira, do you think, right now, is he gonna lose himself to the devil? Or is uh, or is Ryo gonna be the big bad at the end? Yeah. I think Ryo might be the big bad, just because, like, he literally doesn't seem to have, like, a sense of, like, like more, any moral code at all. Like, he, he's, like, logical, like, to a fault. So he's if lo- anyone's going to be a villain, probably him. He's lawful neutral. Yeah. I think, I think, though, they might go more ambiguous in terms of both of them sort of being antagonistic forces. And, like, and you, like, the reader, you kind of not making clear who you're supposed to root for, whether it's, like, just say, like, Akira dies, whether that's good or bad. It's supposed to be, like, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe something uh, along the lines of, say, Death Note, which is not a series I really liked, but, you know. I don't know. I feel like they work really good as a team, though. And just, like, even those moments where they were at Ryo's house and Akira's like, hey, hey, you should eat this thing. He's like, I'm busy. So just, like, feeds it to him and he like throws him in the pool to make him like do something other than work i feel like they are legitimate friends even though we haven't really like had a lot of evidence for that but i don't think they're gonna like fight each other a whole lot they seem to get along like really well except for miki speaking of miki i kind of wonder if maybe out of nowhere kira get this this new power of erasing memory so hey i go erase miki's memories so we're cool now right dude right are you I don't know. Like, I, it's I look when Miki saw him. That was when she was possessed. So I don't know if she's even going to remember this. Yeah, but it's it's also but it's it's also kind of funny how they're trying to figure out like it, it does. Miki know he's possessed by the demon. It's like well, she's going to know something's up because yeah. one day Akira is this you know sort of it's a sweet, just, a sweet awkward high school kid who you know might have a thing for. The next day he looks like he, he looks like he just listens to the entire discography <laughs> of My Chemical Romance. I just hope. Yeah, she for real. She figures out Akira is Devil Man. I mean, please let that happen. Don't let this be another one of those shows like uh, Parasite when the female protagonist doesn't figure out until maybe the very end, and even then is ambiguous. So I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah please, John. Um, well, I think the direction they're going to go is that we we see it as the standard operating procedure for the devil. Uh, uh, yeah, there's because the devil has a standard operating procedure. Um, the 
is that when a devil takes over the body, it consumes the body. It 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 turns it into a it turns it into the vessel by which by which it can spread its temptation. The 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 mix here is, and this could be the right thing. It's Akira is fighting it is fighting that on the inside. It is very much right now a situation where the villain and the hero is the same person. And I think that's I think that's a really if if they do that right, this could be such a great dynamic. So you mean like like the person they mentioned at the beginning, um, Amon? What's his name? Amon. Amon, I think is the well. Amon's the unseen. De- I think yeah. Amon is the death. Is probably is probably is Satan. Yeah. Probably. I, that yeah. Name, like legit Amon, the, Satan. The very name Amon has <laughs> popped up. So has popped up <laughs> in a lot of places. No, no they could, Maybe Amon. It'd be fun. Maybe if Amon maybe goes jumps from Akira to Rio's body, and then we can have that real fight. Devilman versus, you know, Amon. I honestly, I, I hope we never see Amon personally because I really feel like there's a lot, of, there's a lot of value in having the like the Grand Satan Amon be this invisible, be this invisible presence that's acting through everybody. Because again, going back to the Christian, yeah. going back to the biblical themes of the devil, the devil does not make himself visible; he acts through people and. That could be a really interesting dynamic. Like the like, it's gonna be Akira versus himself, and Akira versus himself, and you know the and the devil's yeah. agents. Yeah. Oh, that mm-hmm. we're seeing that already a little bit too, and and the way they're animating it, I think again, I again, I go back to the way they're animating this. I really like the way they're animating those kind of conflicts because it does. I mean, the fact the animation looks rough adds to it. It looks gangrenous. It looks reptilian. It looks messed up, offensive, does not make yeah. it, it hurts your brain, but the animators clearly, I think they want you to be a fan. They want your brain to be hurt because that makes it, then that engrosses you in the show that much more when they do that. Yeah, so some things though didn't make me want to throw up. Like just how like, like I just, boobs like moving around like a weapon. I mean... That's a little too much for me. I'm like again. That feels like something like some dude would be like. Hmm, uh, boobs are fascinating, especially because I don't uh, have them. Let's see what I can do with my imagination. But again, but again, but that's but, but again, I I sort of in in hindsight in hindsight I mentioned um uh-huh. I, I I kind of liked that mechanic because I as a heterosexual male saw these boobs and was like. These are nice boobs, but then I see these boobs becoming mutant attack people, and I'm like, ah, God, no, that was awful, ah. Which I was like, well, perfect, I was like fascinated the entire the time. Point. I was just like, wow, this is a very creative <laughs> way. When, like, can we do it the other way? Are we maybe in a future episode going to see maybe a penis used as a weapon? I mean, come on, I mean, equal time, people. I don't think we will, and then that's not because um, that's not because I don't think that wouldn't be interesting. Well, <laughs> it might, it, it probably might be, uh, but but I think it's also because I think there's a rule in Japanese animation you can't show crotch. I'm oh, not, oh, so double standard. So you can show as much female body as you can, but male body, no, 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 so. no, no, no. You can't show the vagina, or you can't show the vagina. Well, I mean, either. they show so, the okay. vagina monster. So I'm just saying, like maybe they could show. But, but that's a monster. It's not the genitalia. I know, but that's what I mean. May- what, maybe what what is what the what everyone else is saying is maybe that they'll make a monster out of a out of a penis, and then they, and you won't see the penis, but you'll see the monster from a penis, and you'll know it's from the penis. You know what I mean? You'll know. That, yeah. that's what we're that, that, talking that, about. That yeah. That that 
that could that probably could happen. And also, fun fact: that's also why tentacle porn exists because of that uh, restriction. Of course, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> I think I'm learning a little too much about Japan, uh, the underbelly of Japan, than I want to here. It's not representative <laughs> of Japanese culture. If anything, it shows it's very oh, it's a very westernized kind of anime because it is dealing with a lot of Christian yeah. themes. Just that out yeah. there. Yeah. Well, there's there's Christianity in Japan. Yeah, but it came well, from is... the West. It didn't start in Japan. Well, yeah. That's what but, I mean. It's like well, it's, it's well, Christianity in general came from the West. Well, I know, well, but that's I what I'm saying. It's like it's it's. I don't, I don't want to be like I'm learning so much about Japanese culture from this movie or the show. It's like it's not. It's not like that. No, this, this is this is this is the anime you watch to learn about Japanese yes, culture. Is what well, I'm this saying. is not, yeah, and this is also not anime you like for beautiful art. This is no Little Witch Academia. This is not Little Witch Academia here. <laughs> oh no! Like we've stopped, but we've. We, I mean, I, I think we're pretty much in agreement that this is, that <laughs> Studio Ghibli or Mary and the Witch's Flower. This is not. Yeah, this and this. No. That's probably also because of budget. You know, there's there's a lot but, of other things beside. Like, if they had all the money, they would look better. Like that. Nor is this. Uh, nor is this Helsinki or Monster too. When you, if you just stay in the genre of what yeah, type. But of- I, but I will say this. Compared, I I feel like it's fair to compare this to say the animation in ruby I, I, i'm starting to watch i've seen the first few episodes this is better animation though than ruby which i feel like is Oh by way of jimmy neutron if that oh. makes yeah, but sense i don't know if it's fair it's a fair comparison because they're two different types of animation style. they're using different like ways of animation like it's different techniques so i don't know if it's fair to compare I, them i know I'm, I'm going i'm going just by like i'm going just by the eye test like one looks obviously cgi this one looks like i i can look at it and i can see that someone put a pen to a paper and drew it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, and uh, th- this is one show, though, for sure. You don't want well, you want someone to walk in the room while it's while you're watching it. Oh, my mom walked in right when oh, the booth came that out. Will be, that's a conversation oh, to be had. It's like, no, mom, please. <laughs> Hi, son. Oh, you're busy. I'll no, come back later. No, 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 it's, no it's, 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 the, it's, the gold, it's the golden rule for any, any heterosexual man has had this golden rule. Whenever you watch something, you, no matter how innocuous it is, the boobs and the sex come out always right when your parents walk in the room. That's just the, that's just the law. That's the law. The law that's the law land. of physics. It's just that's how yeah. it is. It's physics. <laughs> it's like you could be watching a documentary, watching a nice do- nature documentary about a documentary about middle age, about middle age warfare in Poland, and then right as your parents walk in, boom, come boom comes the, the pillaging and the raping. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is this uh, is this element based on? Uh... Western superhero because I know this is a familiar hero that sounds very similar. There is some movies about him. Um, Hellboy. I don't remember. Or, yeah, Hell- I, mean, I don't oh, think yeah. so. I think this is its own thing. Again, it came out in '72. I don't know when Hellboy started, but like I don't. I wouldn't want to say like, oh, this is inspired by. I think it's more inspired by Christianity than it is inspired by a superhero. For and and I really hopefully they don't make a live action adaptation of this please no whether it's made in japan or made that, that, the reason it's an anime is oh, no, because this no. can't be anything but like that's not gonna happen it would look <laughs> if, if they make it live action it would just be i think it, there's no way you can make it look good and not just that but it would it, it would it would be porn it would be it'd be nc-17 man no one's gonna be able to see it really in the mainstream notice notice I, I think people i think if they made this live action no one would be saying oh god this is all violent they'd be going my God, that is one fake-looking devil. Basically, yeah, they, <laughs> they would probably be doing that. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't think Hollywood like they care about the violence. It's the sexual nature that people be all up in arms. At least today. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, we, I mean, people tolerate Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, I mean, they, I, I don't, I, again, I don't watch Game of Thrones that often, but there was, like, there, it does have controversies when it deals with, like, the sexual violence and the sexual violent nature of that show. So, I mean, look, if I'm, like, already annoyed by this the link between sex and violence in the show, trust me, like, if it were live action and people were watching it, there'd be more of it, too. Like, there'd be more of that mm-hmm. sort of discourse as well. But, um, mm-hmm. okay, so then we've kind of, without really going scene by scene we've kind of talked about these three shows so i'm not three shows three episodes so okay so first how would you rank them in terms of quality from what we've seen so far from what you know just based on them alone how would you rank each episode in terms of like which is the best which is the one that worked the least um john tell me how i should be ranking these um i go actually i just go straight the order one two Three. Okay. Uh, one set the one set the tempo pretty well. Uh, two, we dug a little bit deeper into Akira's new devil form and all the and all the the added strength he has, the mutations, his voracious appetite, and all that. And we get to see sort of okay, what does de- what does a devil human perfect hybrid look like? And three, mm, like I, I it's it, the cliffhanger was good. It definitely leads into a potential conflict down the line. But to be fair, it was I felt a little slow and it and the dialogue I felt was the worst of the three. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. How about you, Michelle? Yeah, I would agree. I think the first one just like made me the most excited and the second one was like, oh, it's like the aftermath of the first episode. The third one was like, oh no, I liked this character. It was sad. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. And what about you, Steve? I kind of agree too. Um I definitely think three was definitely the worst, but I could go either way with one and two, but I guess I go with one. I guess it goes unanimous consent with the with number one. Um, I think the show definitely has potential, um, though I I thought it has some funny moments. Like I thought like when we first saw episode two, Akira, the way he treated all those fangirls, if this was another series, another like more like a lighter tone, wasn't an adult series. I think I could. I kind of would like that type of humor, but yeah, it, it's fine. It has potential, but number one is probably the best. Three, I just like the least, mainly because the way they treated Mickey. I just ugh. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I would rank two and three equally, simply because like I just they because again I watched this all in one go, and they just kind of felt just a continuation of each other. It just kind of was just. Both did the same thing to me. They neither of the two like they just kind of blurred together for me. Neither of the two was able to stand apart of the other. Whereas with one, it was a, the better of the three in total. But two and three to me were essentially just one long episode. But um, but yeah, uh, there's only one thing that we haven't really touched upon really in our roundabout way, and that's. Silene, Celine, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I didn't really pay attention. But what did you what do you guys hope to see from her, uh, Michelle? Wait, who is this character? She's she's the one who The silver haired girl. Like the, the one who's I think her Amon's betrothed, I think is safe to say. Yeah. The, the, the one who jerked herself off into being a devil. Yes. Right. Yes. Michelle, <laughs> t- give me your thoughts. Walk me through I this. Think, I think she seems 
interesting, I guess. I mean, she's just kind of this looming, shadowy figure. I think if um Satan, like the legit devil, does end up showing up, that seems to be who she's waiting for to like do anything. It seems like all the demons are kind of waiting around for S- Satan to like, I don't know, kill all the humans. I don't know what their plan is. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll see more of her. Do and you- maybe she'll find out about devil man crybaby dude what? and... I don't know. Something will happen. Okay, well, do you think she's going to survive by the end of the show? Like, by the, is she going to be there in the last episode or is she going to die before the last episode? She might not die. For whatever reason, I do feel like Miki might die before she dies. But, oh. I mean, she could die too, I guess. Anyone could die. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. What about you, Steve? Mm. You know, I like her. Sanji seems interesting. Um, She really hasn't done anything. Um, I just hope, though, she kind of lives up to any hype they have of her. I hope, like, she doesn't get one shot. I just hope she, you know, she becomes more of an important character and not just some, like, Amon, like, fangirl. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Do you think that she's going to survive till the last episode or no? Mm, I don't know. I could, I just, I don't see her surviving the series, but she could make it till the end. Okay. All right. What about you, John? Um, she definitely seems like the almost like if if there is a religion, if there is a satanic religion, she's sort of like the high priestess of it. I think she I want to say that she is going to survive until the end, if only to be a if not a if not the final boss, but a what one of the final bosses. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I could see that. I could. I actually think she's not going to survive till the final episode. I think she's going to be like the final boss before the final final boss. Oh yeah, I do think Satan that might be the final too. boss. Yes, I, like I just I, I think no one of our main two are going to be the final boss, but well, I, 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 I think, yeah, I think I think what I think what might happen um, that she could be the that uh, she could might she might wind up being Amon made flesh, like mm, Amon will that. be. Like Amon will be at like the final boss will be Amon acting through her because she seems to really want to be that vessel like she is giving herself over to her. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm going to call episode seven. She's going to die. Episode seven. That is my estimate. I don't know if I'm even going to watch the show till then, but that is my guess. Um, But do you guys have any last thoughts on these three episodes? Again, we didn't really go super in detail, but there were just a lot of things and emotions to get out. Um, but anything that you want to mention, any particular scene, something that you just really want to get off your chest? Um, Michelle. No. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, though. Steve, anything else that you want to mention about the uh, show? Not really. I think I off my chest. Um, uh, it's the, It could be a little more bloody if it wanted to be, but... Uh. You know, I'll still keep watching, but it's not a show that's wowed me yet. Gotcha. And John, any anything that stood out to you that you want to quickly mention? Um, well, a couple things. One, uh, I one, I'm I'm gonna place money down now. Anime Boston's coming up in two months. I think I'm gonna see at least three people going as <laughs> Akira, Akira and Ryu. There's that's gonna be a duo. I'm gonna see it at my local anime convention. If you're in Boston, Anime Boston, it's Easter weekend. It's a great con. You learn a lot about Japanese culture there. I recommend it. And two, probably the most triggering scene for me personally. And again, this is gonna be a weird one. 
it's when Akira is eating that chicken. <laughs> because he's ripping off the legs, he's putting, sticking the whole leg in his mouth, and he's pulling on the bone, and he just sucks all the meat off, and it looks like he's looks like he's gonna bite the bone with his front teeth. I just got two temporary caps on my front teeth because I had a horrible accident on New Year's Day, and I'm just watching him like ripping that meat off the bone. I'm just like, oh, that that looks like it's painful because I know that would break me my teeth in half. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, <laughs> what it's, an insight! It's like the way, but the way it was animated I, was pretty. They zoomed in on his mouth, and he's just scarfing it down. He's pull, you see the meat in his teeth. He's pulling the bone out like a basically like a hung, basically like a hungry cannibal. And it's like he's got a car on the bone. He just goes, er, yank, and out it comes. I'm like, oof, that I that um, that's a bad. That's uh, an image I did. That's an image I didn't realize I would react to until I saw it. Gotcha, sure gotcha. Had, sure had a lot of images. I don't want to rethink again. Well, for me, the last thing I want to mention is that there is that like little. I don't know if we talked about it, but there is that little scene. Uh, with with Miki and her brother, and then he goes like, "Oh, so like Akira is gonna be swept away, is being swept away by this like prince guy," and she was like, "No, well maybe," and that was like really the first time that I saw any sort of like subtext actually become text, where it's like, okay, so they there's a possibility that there might be something to this Akira Rio relationship later down the line, like it may be more than just subtext which is which is enticing like that in itself is what would make me keep watching this is just the even though like i don't know how it would feel that the the one like one of the few times we actually get a textual gay romance is in a show about the devil i don't know how i feel about that that makes me slightly uncomfortable but there mm. is if if done in a way that i don't think they're gonna do then maybe I they could pull it off I didn't see that gay subtext or gay text, honestly. I thought it was more a case of this kid's really, really awkward, really isn't good socially, and yet, and she's thinking, well, the only time I've seen him be actually genuinely social is is with this one guy from his past. Maybe he's gay. I was like, yeah. I'm like, I I didn't see anything really gay in it. I don't know. See those two together, though. Child flashback. Must we guess Lelouch and Suzaku from Code Geass? Don't I'm, get the reference. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Code Geass, so I can't say. Oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but Michelle, you seem to have, like, a reaction to that. No, I agree with you, Beatrice. Like, <laughs> that was a very, like, overt, like, pointed, like, oh, I think he might be into that guy. Oh, maybe he's not going to be, like, hanging out with you as much, Miki. I mean, we'll see where it goes, but just, like, based on the, the amount of fan art I've seen and, like, the way they have interacted with each other... Especially if, like, um, Rio's been gone in America for, like, years, presumably, doing that research with that dude. Um, It just feels a little strange to just be, like, a random friendship. So maybe it's a special friendship. We'll see. It's not a random friendship. They were friends since childhood. Well, yeah, but... I could see him making out at some point. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) There you go. In the in, in the Ryu's apartment in his bedroom, I could see something there. <laughs> so, all right. Well, then that's how we're gonna close off with potentially them making out in 
in Rio's like apartment um but yeah you can find out all the information on this podcast at overlyanimated.com you can join us on discord to text chat about animation at overlyanimated.com slash discord support us via patreon at overly at patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to all our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast brendan aka kells and thanks as always to our patreon executive producers john ryan steve alex andy and hugh if you want more anime discussion, listen to our recent Sailor Moon podcast or yeah, our, yeah or our Little Witch Academia coverage. Um, oh. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Take care. Here, bye. <laughs>